Grace Cleveland, undefeated hey. Adam Wade prospect. It's good to get you on the show. Uh, how you doing? How you living? It's lockdown season right now. <laughs> I know, but thankfully that the sun's out. So, and um, it's spring in Colorado, and it's just beautiful. So I've just been running outside, doing workouts outside and inside, just trying to make the best of it. Outdoor workouts, is that something that you do often or is it something that you're doing now more than ever? <laughs> well, actually in the summer, I love outdoor workout because I like to get a good tan and I enjoy the sun. So. Well, you know, with the coronavirus thing, how bad is it in Colorado? Is it is it not as bad as other places around the country? I guess out here, it surprisingly isn't that bad. Like, I guess there's just people testing positive, but the fatality isn't as high as other places. So, and I think people are, you know, hopefully listening, staying home. Uh, when I do see people, it's either like running outside, but most people are like, you know, six feet away from each other. <laughs> six feet. It's, it's weird that it's only six feet, right? Why isn't it 10 or 20 or 30? Right? I mean, I don't know. Technically, they say six feet, but I've heard other things, too. So, who really knows? Exactly. Um, so, you don't go anywhere except for your home and outdoors. And, you know, you see, like, online right now with Asians, they're kind of being a oh, target. And I know. For yourself, have you felt anything different? I, I feel like I think I'm in my head about it, too, just because of the whole, like, publicity of it and like how they're like oh Asians are you know we're getting blamed for it or people like are jumping other Asians because of it but I just I feel like when I see people I'm like oh they're looking at me weird but I think that's just like in my head but <laughs> definitely like if like you're coughing or sneezing you're like oh they probably think I have it <laughs> uh, are you uh working out alone or do you have people that you go out outdoors with yeah um i have a partner and he's actually a kickboxer he did mma so i'm thankful and he's a good coach too so i definitely train with him and then i do like my own workout but then i also my sister she lives on the other side of the city but that's the only time i drive if i go see her and i work out with her <laughs> all right so you got a lot of people that you can go exercise with you know i've talked to a few fighters that have fights lined up scheduled you know in the ufc and mm -hmm. and they're training in their basement by themselves i know you have to you know like if you really want it and like it's a good thing though you get like to learn more about yourself i guess right like how to keep yourself not to go insane <laughs> definitely well you have such an incredible story and you're still very young and and young in your career but 2017 the you know the accident that you had at the park where you were paralyzed. How, how scary was it? Because it seemed like in the interview that you were saying like it wasn't that bad, but was it was it scarier than you know you kind of explained? It was definitely scary, but at the time I you know like I didn't know what really being paralyzed is, and like having a spinal cord injury, how big of an issue that is. So I'm like, oh my god, like your neck is so important, and I didn't know that until that happened, like being reckless and you know free but um at the time i think i was in denial because i just like refused i was like no i'm gonna keep fighting i'm gonna work out there was time where i would cry to myself when i was really like alone and frustrated but i just honestly i had support like 
every day I was in a hospital, I was not alone. There's always people coming see me and just keeping me entertained. So that was definitely, you know, helped me through the situation. You had a lot of rehab and multiple new, you know, myriad number of uh, doctor's visits. Other than the people, you know, what else pushed you through all of those sessions? Because I could only imagine how tough it was for you. Um, you know, just I'm always just very high energy. And the only thing that really killed me was not being able to move like I, you know, used to or being able to work out. So I think having that, um, you know, structure of training all the time and that mindset got me through it too because when I was doing my rehab, they made me train three times a day. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, you know, I, I want to train as much as I can. Like, get through this. Like, keep myself busy. So the the days must have went much quicker because if you're just laying there doing nothing, I'm pretty sure it's like you're inside your head all day. Oh, yeah. Well, the first two weeks, I was, like, honestly um, on a bunch of painkillers because I was in so much pain. Like, even – it took me a week to be able to sit up. Like, it took all my energy. And when I would sit up, I just so much pain. And it's so hard to describe because it's nerves, you know. Like, I just remember just, like, my head felt like it was going to explode. I'm like, ugh. But um, it's definitely just pushed through it. And, um I was just determined. I was like, I got in a fight with my mom because two weeks I was like, I'm going to fight again. And she's like, do you want to be in a wheelchair? I was like, no, but I'm going to fight again. <laughs> well, you need that mindset, right? To actually get back and to be walking and to be doing what you love now, is, which is training and fighting. So, you know, how long did it take for you to get up and running and, and being able to throw punches and kicks? Um, I tried, I think three weeks I was trying to throw punches. I mean, they weren't pretty, but I was trying. I was like, I just got to do it, going through the movements. But it took me a year to, like, feel I'm walking normal, I'm jogging normal. It's, like, funny learning how to walk again. Like, you're, you feel like a baby. Like, you just look so awkward. <laughs> I just, I don't look as cute as they do when they're trying to walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh not too long after that, I, f- I believe you went to Thailand to Fairtex, right? And uh, that, was that the first time back in Thailand since your childhood? Yeah, it was. Um, I've always wanted to go back, just never had the right time. And I just feel like when you travel, there's never a right time. You tell yourself, mm-hmm. oh, I have this and this. So I just like, I decided, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. I'm like, I just got hurt. I'm like, there's nothing, I can, you know, I'm going to do it. Why not, you know? So got the opportunity uh, to get a sponsorship out there, which I was super happy because I was like, hey, you know, like it just came from a crazy accident. I'm like, I don't know what they'll see in me, you know, but they gave me the chance. And I got to train with awesome people like Stamp Fairtex and Mark and um, a couple other people. So it was really fun. I went there last year, but I've been to Pattaya a few times, but uh, I went there to the Fairtex training center last year. And yeah, it's like a fighter's place. It's the hotel. It's it's crazy it's how nice. it's set up, right? Yeah, they got a zoo in there too. The, yeah. the tigers and the snakes. <laughs> Did you like that? Being next to all of that, being able to just have animals, you know, in front of you and access to animals every day? Yeah, it's really beautiful. And they're well taken care of. They're fed. Um, I actually got to see the snake, the anaconda, out of the cage when they're feeding it. I love animals, but I'm definitely like, um, you know, I would never have like a tiger in my house or something. You know, they're 
I get beat up by my own cat, <laughs> let alone like a big animal. <laughs> when you, when you know, you've been around the tigers, but you see that Tiger King, that the documentary. I think everyone's you watch seen it. it. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> what did you think about that? That's a that's a weird weird uh, series. It's like um, it was weird. It was um, it was sad but entertaining, and like you know. You see, like, what goes on behind and in, in the scene, you know? Um, I mean, it's cool that they reopened the case for Carol Baskin for her for her missing husband. I'm like, how did they not try to, like, find him, you know? Like, I feel like they didn't do a good job at finding a missing million, you know, heir. <laughs> the craziest part to me is uh, there's so much crazy stuff, but it's her. she has another husband when there's a case for her to, that killed her previous husband. But the guy's living with her, it like supports her fully. Uh, it's yeah. wild to me, like how you know what love can do, I guess. For sure, and you know, there's always like rumors about people. You know, you never know, like oh, like people are just crazy. He's probably like, I'll find out for myself, take the risk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now go back to uh, uh, Fairtex, Pattaya. Anybody know anything about Pattaya? It's a wild place. Your it experience is. there. Like there's, you have to have balance, I guess, because if you could, there's the wild side of that area. That town is crazy. So, how was that whole year? Could you sum it up? Pattaya, oh my God, it's like the Vegas, but ten times crazier. Um, it was fun. I honestly partied a little bit out there. Like I had a little bit of drinking out there, but for the most part, I was training full time, like two, three times a day. You know, they have a really good structure. Uh, uh, training schedule and they're very kind of like um, kind of strict about it like they expect you to do this many classes so but um it was it was fun yeah how much do you think uh you improved out there i think i improved a lot like coming back from my injuries i got stronger um obviously like i had to take it slow had to be smart i felt like also just seeing the traditional Muay Thai mm -hmm. that was amazing because that's my culture and just being around it it definitely just like built my confidence and just um it being out there helped me get back in shape too I feel like the heat because of my neck mm -hmm. it kept it loose so it was just it was a really good experience what about uh the OG the OG fair tech sitting on that chair that high chair and yeah, oh, during the Muay Thai Mr. sessions? Wong, Mr. Yeah. Wong, oh yeah, <laughs> that guy. He's a great guy, very nice, takes yeah. care of everyone. Um, he definitely uh, will tell you what you need to do, like more power or like, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, those sessions uh, was fun. I watched, you know, I watched a few of them. They're nice, they, they're, they're crazy. They, they try to make you hurt. <laughs> yeah. They try to break you. <laughs> um. You know, Stamp Fairtex, you see her doing her thing in one championship. I'm pretty sure your your goals are somewhere, like one championship, rising. Uh, UFC doesn't have an weight division, but, uh, you know, you got Invicta also. Where where, where does your goals lie? Where do you want to be at? Um, Honestly, just take it a day at a time. I definitely want to fight for 1FC, um, but I'm still in contract with King of the Cage. So I have a couple more fights. Um, I was supposed to fight like April 5th in California, but then I kind of like changed my mind because it was so close to my last fight. And then my last fight, I had a hard weight cut. It was unexpected, but, um, 
it happened, but I still made weight and I fought, but the fight didn't go the way I wanted to. I still won, but I definitely just like, you know, you have a high expectation for your performance and it wasn't what I wanted. So I just like wanted to take a little more time so I can get focused, make sure my weights, you know, checked and then uh, fight in May. So hopefully after the Corona, I can fight in whatever May or June for the belt. That's the goal. And then I want to fight for Ryzen. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, going back to 2019 when you came back from the injury and you finally got to step back into the cage. How ner Was it nerve-wracking for you or was it the feeling of like, oh, I'm finally back home? A little bit of both. It was mm. definitely like, when I train, I definitely get nervous. I get in my head. Like, man, like, why have I messed my neck up? Why have I tweak it? Like, I get scared. Sometimes I tell myself, like, oh, you could fuck, you know, break your neck or something again. Like, but you can't think like that, you know? Like, you gotta, like, either be all in or, you know, like, if you aren't, then you're just gonna set yourself up. So when I definitely get to the cage, I, like, I change my mindset, you know? I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, this girl's gonna try to hurt me. I gotta, I gotta hurt her, like, before she hurts me. So when I got back in the cage, it felt good. I felt a little rusty, but I knew, like, it was such a good experience. Like, I went three rounds, but I didn't feel tired. Like, I, like, you know, I was tired, but not like, oh, my God, like, I'm out of shape. But so it definitely, um, it was, um, you know, just trying to improve each time. So those two years, even though I didn't get to fight, I definitely like improved on my skills I feel like your last two fights there were split decision wins you know one judge it only takes one judge to say that know. you know go the other way and then you're sitting with the loss right and I yeah. feel like uh I feel like that's not fair to the fighters you know the judging is kind of wonky it's kind of unclear so right mm -hmm. yeah oh I, I mean I definitely agree with you I think like they should at least each year they should like go through a course get tested like especially with new rules and new things you know everything's evolving they need to you know take a test well what about the open judging invicta did it in their last event and i felt like it was it, was, it wasn't too bad i i like the idea of like you know other sports they have the score on the board oh, like if you go to a basketball mm -hmm. game there's the name of the teams like you put the name of the fighters and you put like what round it is and then you just put up the scores so everybody can see exactly what's going on just like every other sport How, what do you think about that idea i like that idea i totally agree with you i think you should know like it makes it even more entertaining like if you know that you're know you're losing you gotta pick it up bring mm -hmm. it you know then i guess the booze would be justified right if you're losing and then you're not really trying to fight yeah and i feel like it gives the crowd maybe more understanding they see it like oh okay this they're not you know this is what they judged it so so you you go and fight for the king of the cage title you win that and you're like okay now i gotta go to ryzen who do you want to fight in ryzen there's so many good uh they have a great anime division there so who who is it who who would you like to fight Ryzen is amazing. I feel like Ryzen is a dream come true for a lot of people. Like, who doesn't want to go to Japan yeah. and um, fight for them too? The crowd's amazing. Um, I've actually got offered a couple times to fight for Ryzen, and it was against Reina. But oh. both times I was coming off an injury, so I couldn't do it. I was like, Ugh. but 
Um, I'll fight anyone in Ryzen, but I'm. I think they're gonna try put me against Reyna again. That would be just, great. That's an awesome yeah, she, fight. She's tough. <laughs> yeah, she's tough. Yeah. It'd be fun fight. Yeah, and she's a big name too in Japan. Like, yeah, pretty probably the biggest uh, superstar in uh, in Japan, MMA superstar for women's uh, MMA. Mm-hmm. I've watched a couple of her fights. I definitely know, like when she did that tournament, they wanted her. You know, they thought she was gonna win against Kana, but then yeah. Kana, you know, Kana's amazing too. I like Kana. Mm-hmm. She her she shoots so awesome, like how low she gets and she turns the corner. It's amazing. <laughs> so, do you see like something as yourself fighting for the title for Ryzen, even you know, in the future someday? If they give me the opportunity, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I would love to fight for um, Ryzen, One FC, get the belt. Just I just want to fight and just continue it and just grow, you know. So wherever it takes me, I'll, I'll you know do whatever I need to do. All right, Grace, thank you so much for the time. I know uh, you're busy with uh, training. Even though you're in isolation, you seem like you're keeping busy, which is great. Um, hopefully, uh, when you get your next fight contracted and, and ready to go, get you back on here. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. Have a good night. Bye.